0: Hey everybody, welcome back to the Selective Listening Podcast. My name is Aaron Schilb, I'm your host of the show here, and on this week's episode we have my pal, uh, best beard in the office, and someone with the most impeccable hairline I've ever seen. We've got my pal, Daniel Hansen. Daniel, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing I'm doing a lot better now, thank you for that intro. It's Although there's only two of us in the office. So I know. Gonna... I felt like there should, honestly, as soon as I said that, I was kind of
1: waiting for the audience to go, ah! Oh. It just became self deprecating. I just wanna I don't know if I should throw
0: something. <laughs> wow, well, we back really got yeah. right
1: into it. Yeah. Well,
0: as the first tradition of the show always holds, let's open our first drink on the mic right here. Hit it! We're uh we're drinking the uh classic red, white, and blue American PBR. It's good to be uh good to be not working anymore, buddy. Yeah. It's- so what you just came from uh doing a Twitch stream. What 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 is what is that?
1: Oh, it's, uh, so frankly, I don't really know that much. (laughs) (laughs) Every week I'm finding out something new that I, uh, really don't understand about Twitch. Um, it's just like this online streaming presence that, you know how, I don't know, I feel like I was talking to somebody else and every musician's like nervous about TikTok, right? Right. I feel like Twitch is going to be, or it was, I'm just nervous about everything. And (laughs) it's just like another channel. And uh, it ends up being sort of like an open mic with just my parents and really a small group of like 10 other people that uh, there's one guy from Belgium. Hey, um, and then, we've got a listener in Belgium for the Nashville Tour Stop podcast. Are you serious? Yeah,
0: just one. One every week. Is it and the I'm same, like, same I one? <laughs> I'm, I keep being like, hey, reach out. I want to know who you are and I never get it. But You need ev- a foothold in Belgium. That's, I know we got that one foot. So if we ever do Nashville, Belgium stop, we got one guy Is poor it or girl. You
1: tell me if you're doing that, because I'll book a flight. I, I just want to watch. I don't even want to be. Flights right now cost like eight thousand dollars, though. I'll buy a kayak. Let's <laughs> <laughs> Kayak across the Atlantic. Is that less than eight hundred dollars for a kayak? Yeah.
0: Yeah. You can you can tread the water of the Atlantic. I guess so. It definitely didn't sink the
1: Titanic, right? Yeah. I mean, all that ice melted anyway, so it's <laughs> just not.
0: I guess that was a little while ago. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming on the show today. Uh, you you said you'd listen to a little bit of a different episode here. Well, which one did you Which one did you check out?
1: I jumped in on the first one,
0: and um,
1: I have Mr. This-
0: Kyle Hammond, Hambone, Folly, mm-hmm. Harrison. Oh yeah, I got all of his names in that one. <laughs> you know, you know, Hammond's. You know Kyle, right? I don't. Uh- have you met? I, I literally just call him Hammonds, knowing that his name is Kyle, even though we talked about not calling him Hammonds.
1: <laughs> it's, uh, I mean, I, I think I know of him. It's one of those things where you're like, yeah, you recognize people and then- You, you give just, him the finger guns and you're like, hey, I've seen you at a show. We've
0: been within 10 feet of each other in our lifetimes. <laughs> I asked a girl like that once. I was just like, we have both been in the same room together before. Hi, I'm Aaron, And she goes- <laughs> I'm going to go. So that didn't work? Yeah, no, it did not work. Okay, now I feel like you're lying because that's the perfect... Well, last night uh, I got uh, turned down by another girl, and this is becoming a recurring segment of Mm -hmm. all of my shows because it's just a recurring segment of my life. Okay. (laughs) Well, I can contribute to that as well. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh Well, you're in good company then. Let's see, because last night I was uh, hanging out at home, and I had gone out with this girl a few times, and let me see if I can't find the... I put it on my Instagram close friend's story. But it in the text she sent me, she sent uh, – it, it, I forget what it was because she brought something up where she was like, you're acting differently. And I was like, well, you canceled our last date an hour before I was supposed to pick you up, and then you ghosted me. That's why I'm acting different. It sounds like she barely knew you. How could she establish something to be different? From? I know. <laughs> so, and – I was like I, – I straight up was like, well, you canceled our date and didn't want to hang out with me, so I didn't bother you. I feel like there's a very linear thought it's progression here. It's a very here. linear yeah, thought process. You didn't want to see me, so I just didn't see you. Yeah. And uh, then she's like, oh, well, I didn't mean it for that. And then it was like, then when I told everyone I had free tickets to CMA, you immediately were like, hey, so do you want to go out again? It was super transparent. <laughs> And she 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 might not have meant anything by it, but it seemed a little,
1: little inconvenient. I mean, CMA is just such a siren song. If it's yeah. related to anything relationship wise, you can't really trust it. <laughs> yeah, and then
0: uh, she was like. Uh man, I, this would that would be the third of these uh shows. I almost spilled my beer here, just straight up on the laptop, right up on the laptop. It's gonna be a short be episode, f- yeah. So I I spilled beer on Kyle's episode, on Hammond Folly's episode. I spilled beer on an unreleased episode, uh, right now, but it should be out by the time your episode is out with Carl Pariso. I oh, I put okay. I put down a beer right on the table and goes. Oh, no. It just overflowed right onto the table. So I've had to stop this show multiple times because I've spilled beer.
1: I mean, that that makes sense. It's like one of the three ingredients we have on our table right now. And We just- have water, beer, and
0: technology, all of which don't
1: <laughs> work together. It's a horrific combination. <laughs> a
0: terrific know? combination indeed. So uh, how long have you lived in Nashville now? Because you, you've been here for a little
1: while, yeah, I've been here coming on four years in August. Okay. Um, I didn't really start playing out, though, until last April. Not, okay, so 13 months ago. or April oh my God, of 2021. Yeah. the April that, you know, for better or worse, was coming out of the pandemic in Nashville.
0: Um, yeah, so. I feel like we have been coming out of the pandemic for two years, even though Nashville's pretty much over it, mm-hmm. but we've also been over it since June of 2020.
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's just... It just hasn't existed here. I went
0: downtown to, oh God, I, I bar hopped Broadway for a little while yesterday afternoon mm-hmm. during the last day of CMA Fest and went to Nudie's and Kid Rock's and Tootsie's and uh, Hitting the Robert's Western World. Oh, nice. And dude, it reminded me why I don't go back downtown. <laughs> it, was, it was so loud and so crowded and COVID, monkey pox, whatever, be damned. <laughs> I didn't like it because I was like, mm, "These aren't my kind of people." They're yeah. all drinking nineteen dollar vodka soda.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, going downtown is like drinking Fireball. Like <laughs> every couple of years, you got to do it just to just to remember. You're what gonna have it's a fun like. night at the time. It's you know <laughs> maybe for a couple minutes. And I used to keep a bottle
0: of Fireball in my freezer at home, and then realized that the reason I don't do that anymore is because. You can drink Fireball really fast. Oh yeah, it tastes like candy,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: that's why it's seven dollars. It's because it's basically booze candy. Oh yeah, have you ever had one of those Kickin' It coolers? No, those they're they're basically like grown up uh, Capri Sun, but they're booze. It sounds like I like them, <laughs> dude. I, I think it's a uh, like a Losers Barn Grill like product. Oh really? But they're in a bunch of other bars, but dude, they're terrible. Like, it's, it's just, it tastes like syrup.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, it's easy to go wrong with yeah. those cheap ones. Yeah. I guess that's You know what, those... you, you can't go wrong with a cheap, a cheap PBR, though. It's unbelievable how, for the price, it's
0: just an outstanding beer. When I walked back to the office here, past the reception desk, I just held this up to the guy at the uh, desk, and I go, and we're not working anymore. He goes, <laughs> there you go.
1: <laughs> it's the, the modern-day ringing of the bell. For the shift being over, yes, it's just, ding dong, yeah, or bing bong as TikTok would say. Yeah, so my sister is a, a lives in Brooklyn, and she's very much a, a. Isn't isn't that a Brooklyn thing? I feel like she's so me. bing bong. I like a, a coney the, I island? How the thing. rest of the video goes? <laughs> just, I mean, just that image of just someone flicking you off from a car and saying bing bong. Bing bong. <laughs> that's, all, <laughs> that's all you need.
0: That's <laughs> that's one of my favorite viral videos, and one of the only uh, TikTok videos that I've seen. I've I heard the reference from it before I saw the video, and I literally got on TikTok to scroll to find (laughs) it. Not because I was like, I, I need to... I need to see it because I was like I have to get the joke. There there's a wave and I want to I want to ride it. I want to ride yeah. the wave and I wrote it for two whole days. I don't blame you. <laughs> and I mean we're like 7 months out of Bing Bong now and I'm still saying it. Can we ever be fully
1: out of Bing Bong? It's the same thing as COVID.
0: You know, we're <laughs> we're in a perpetual state of coming out of Bing Bong. <laughs> 2 years from now someone's going to say like, "Hey, you remember back when Bing Bong was a thing?" And they're like, "Bing Bong's still a thing, man." Yeah.
1: Honey, uh, you sit go down, down to Broadway.
0: Someone's gonna bing bong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that sounds actually kind of gross.
1: It's so, uh, yeah.
0: Who knows so, what that means in Coney Island? But. So you moved
1: here four years ago. Where's home? Uh, Richmond, Virginia, actually. So, v A. Yeah. It's uh, V A. So you moved here right out of college or something? I did. I went to uh, William and Mary. Um, okay. Kind of a, a public school. And have you ever heard of Colonial Williamsburg? Mm-mm. Oh, really? It's um, it is. I so a lot of people dress up as like Revolutionary War era okay. like lifestyle and there's a whole kind of a whole market for that right. It's a whole town there, like it's an wait, old so it's town. still like a whole
0: Revolutionary War town.
1: Yeah, well, um, or like back, you know, even before that, like in the colonial period. Shoo. I a reenactor dressed, you know, in the cornrows and the tricorn hat. Is it? It's not corn. Wait, what am I thinking of? The white wig. The, uh, the powdered wig? powdered Yeah, I was thinking of a tricorn hat, and then the powdered wigs. Okay. Like, all that. He, literally, he was like, this is the mecca for people like me. Oh, my God. And I'm like, first of all, I don't know how I got into this conversation, but <laughs> um, it's... What's this place called? Colonial Williamsburg. You know, I think the only reason that rings a bell
0: is because they talk about it in Friends... <laughs> I'm mm, sure they do. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's the only
1: reason I've heard of that. But it's just a bunch of people dressed in yeah. 1700s garb. Oh yeah, and you can go there and take a carriage ride. I, I so my college is like right up against it, and you would I would like wake up on Saturday mornings to a freaking piccolo like in a parade <laughs> like going through as they have like the marching band. They shoot off a cannon every so often. <laughs> there was a we had a bomb threat once at the school, and it turned out fine. There was nothing. But um, was it a musket? Well, they the the thing a is a Well, you you wouldn't be you would hear the cannon, mm-hmm. and there was a real bomb threat on campus, and they didn't stop the cannon. Uh, oh my god! Procedure in Colonial Williamsburg. Oh my god! So there was some there was some, you know, uh, there was there, 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 yeah. yeah, interesting that's moments. That's I thought a, it was I loved it though. That sounds like a, a great collegiate
0: experience. Mm-hmm. There was a uh, I forget what. Prompted the whole thing at my university, though. But mm-hmm. uh, there was a whole bunch of student protests, and there was literally like riots. And then one guy um, went on a hunger strike to get the president and the chancellor of the university to resign. And he uh, camped on the campus quad and literally went on a hunger strike for like 14 days. Like only drinking water, oh
1: my gosh,
0: it, I forget what it, what happened is something something uh, race related that he was trying to get new leadership in place to help make the campus more uh, pos or is it POC people of color person of color friendly? Yeah, not that it was an unfriendly campus. I went to University of Missouri,
1: mm-hmm.
0: just a big public state school, but um, I can't remember exactly what happened, but the whole the whole university got shut down for like a week. Because there were bomb threats. Oh my and goodness. Kids like tearing shit up. College. Yeah,
1: wow. What happened to the hunger strike?
0: Uh Did the they Chancellor and the president quit.
1: It, it worked. It worked. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It literally worked. That's amazing. Good yeah. for him. Yeah. yeah. Or the the protester. Yeah, it it worked. It's Which
0: I completely I mean, I was just like, sweet, no school. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't following any of it until I got the email it's like classes will resume on Monday as scheduled if you missed any exams they will be rescheduled and I'm like all right
1: yeah i mean it's like nice week off it definitely seems like that kind of reckoning is happening like this past decade mm-hmm. it's it's been really nice to see like we have our, our own kind of issues at you know my alma mater like mm-hmm. we, we had statues of Thomas Jefferson right. who who went there um, Very famous slave owner. Yeah, and not just you know, not to say that um, you know, necessarily being benevolent made but. it any better at all. It doesn't, but he he was particularly egregious mm-hmm. when it came to when it came to like how he treated um the enslaved people. Um and just like just littered. All over is colonial history that just made no reference to enslaved people. Wow. Uh, because, I mean, what were they going to do? <laughs> Have reenactors of that as well? Oh, God. And, like, but, like, they didn't talk about it, you mm-hmm. know? Or they had, like, a little show in the corner that was just wasn't... I
0: remember when I grew up, I went to a private Christian school in Missouri, and we spent one day on the Civil War. Oh, and I was like, this is kind of like a big American thing. Yeah. Let's spend more than one class period.
1: Oh, my gosh. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And <laughs> it was literally like the South seceded and the North won and then slaves were free. And then we're like, what it's are like, slaves? And everybody
1: was better. And then, you know, everything like, was what? better. It's like, no. Yep. And it was like, Actu- actually, there's still some problems. Like, yeah. Just looking back on it, there were so many, like, l- little things, like, the ways it was taught. Robert E. Lee was, like, a Virginia, a Confederate general mm-hmm. who was from Virginia. And the way, you know, my upbringing in like, all the public schools, you know, we talked about the Civil War a decent amount because it, like, right. literally happened in Virginia mostly. Right. But we would frame Robert E. Lee as, like, oh, he just was... Backing up his home state, he was just a good homebody. Oh, and I'm oh like, fuck that! Yeah, and like twenty years later, I'm like, wait a minute, wait <laughs> a minute, we're I,
0: whitewashing our old racist guy. Ah,
1: dang, it happened again. <laughs> yeah, it's just like
0: yeah, that's that's one of those things that she just that comes with like growing up because I went to that private school for so long, and then mm. when I got into a public high school, I was all of a sudden exposed to all these different worldviews, and yeah. then I went to a public college, and I was like.
1: Oh. Oh, for sure. Other other ways to think. My high school friend group and I love them to death. Um <laughs> it was four brown-haired white guys named Nick, James, Daniel, and Daniel, which wow. is just the whitest possible group. And
0: well, <laughs> I, could, I love could they're, honestly they're all be a great band
1: and no one would second guess we it. We played rock band a lot. Um <laughs> and it was it was great. It was it was wonderful, but like that different experience it just just didn't have access to other people's viewpoints which right seemed, look looking back on it you're like well of course you gotta think this way but like oh mm-hmm. my god what's a 17 year old gonna do if like he doesn't even know go back an and read their history textbook more thoroughly yeah but even that is is already you know, right problematic
0: yeah i'm kind of glad where i i wound up with with everything because of my college and everything i was i was really expecting like I got to learn more. Yeah, and I guess that's literally college doing what college is supposed to I do. I guess, you <laughs> broaden your horizons. Yeah. I got learned up real good there in Central Missouri. What did you major in? <laughs> if you don't mind me asking, I so I started my freshman year at the University of Central Missouri. I uh-huh. was a uh, music technology major, like audio engineering, mm-hmm. which really worked out well for me. Considering I'm now a deaf dude, I was a deaf kid back then, but. Even more now. (laughs) So I did my freshman year there. Then I transferred to a different school in a different city. Let's see. That would have been um, Moberly Area Community College, which would have been my sophomore year of college. I majored a general arts degree or whatever. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And then I hated that. So I transferred again and changed my major again to University of Missouri, and I did theory and composition, uh, and then I hated that as well. Oh, really? And changed my major a fourth time to uh, general studies, which was my uh, advisor's very nice way of saying, you've taken enough credits, and you're not really good at anything.
1: Well, you're good at everything.
0: Ah, You know. Kissing my ass here. <laughs> oh, of course. <laughs> yeah, yep, so I... Uh, I graduated after four and a half years with a general studies degree, and I, pre- I think it was some, it must have been like Christmas or Thanksgiving. I was with my brother uh, Joel, and he was talking about he's like, yeah, so my degree says that I mastered music, I mastered conducting, <laughs> and I and I just chimed in from down the table, I was like, mine says I generally studied, <laughs> which is the most like C average student <laughs> thing to say.
1: Yeah, yeah i generally, I generally studied. went over that I, generally
0: i studied i think yeah oh, I that subject a, <laughs> i didn't do a whole lot of uh fun stuff in college i didn't have what you would call a college experience quote quote neither did i yeah i like i went i mean i transferred three times and i changed imagine my that, major four times that's that's that didn't help yeah but i would go to class and i took like 24 credits a semester to I took a ton of class. Did you say 24 credits a semester? Yeah.
1: That's outrageous.
0: Yeah. I took so many classes. Mm-hmm. I was in class from 8 a.m. until like 4 p.m. and then I would work 4 p.m. to midnight or something. Uh, like, And then I worked two full-time jobs for a while and it was just the worst
1: oh time my, of my life. Oh my gosh.
0: I did graduate without any debt. You straight up studied everything <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> learned straight up studied everything but dude I wow. did not have a fun college experience my the best 6 months of my life was when I took a semester off <laughs> that was it I mean
1: that's a big thing
0: yeah it's, I took time off and then my dad is like oh, you know what this means you take time off you never go back I was like well if I don't go back then that's my choice and I did but yeah. dude I went on a cruise I wor- it was Oh really I mean... So you was, lived it up. I was broke as fuck. <laughs> but, boy, I went on that cruise, and I was like, I'm going to have five good days. Yeah. And I did it.
1: You ever been on a cruise? I did. Yeah, one time when I was 15.
0: Oh, so you need to go on a cruise as an adult. Let me tell you what. I feel like it might be better different. Yeah. Dude, did you go to the Caribbean, or...? I have been to the... I've been on uh, one, two, three, four cruises. Um, three with my family, and one that I went on by myself, mm-hmm. but... Uh, I'm very lucky to have gotten to go on that many nice vacations. But, boy, boy, howdy. Going on a cruise as an adult, you start to realize why the adults don't want to have children around. Yeah. yeah, That's a big uh, realization moment. Yeah. yeah. So, unfortunately, three of the cruises I've been on were Disney cruises with my family, okay. who I come from a long line of Disney families,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and they're obsessed everything. Disney, Pixar. Mickey Mouse, whatever. Mm -hmm. And they're like, hey, do you want to go on a cruise? And I'm like, hell yeah. And they're like, it's a Disney cruise. And I'm like, okay. Still a boat, you know? It's still a boat. I can still get sunburned. (laughs) But the last one we went on was in February of 2020, Uh right before the COVID shutdown. Oh, no way. And we were waiting in the port. And the the people at the gates were handing out these documents. It was just like a print off. Mm Mm-hmm. And they had stacks of hundreds of them. And it was a checklist. Do you have any of the following symptoms? Oh, really? And it was like cough, sore throat, fever, lost of taste and smell. And I was just like, no, 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 no. Let me on. <laughs> and then we were all on the boat together for a week. And then we all got back. And within three days. No way. All of us were sick.
1: Oh, my gosh. With all COVID? of us.
0: We don't. I mean, back, that was before we even knew COVID was a thing. Yeah. So we You're were like the we first were all wave. sick with flu like symptoms. Oh
1: my gosh. It was definitely Did you ever COVID. lose
0: the smell or taste? Uh, I didn't lose smell or taste that time. I did when I got COVID officially the first time, I did lose my smell and my taste. When was that? That was July of twenty twenty, which would have been right after the shutdown ended and like people started going places again. Mm-hmm. And Grandma, Grandpa, if you're listening to this, this is a point where you're going to want to fast forward. You don't want to hear this story. <laughs> now you've had your chance. <laughs> Fear a warning. I went to New Orleans, and I visited my friend and his girlfriend who were living there at the time. And we were still pretty conscious of, like, mm-hmm. hey, we just got out of the house. Like, let's wear our masks. Let's not get too many people together. Mm-hmm. So it was he and I and his girlfriend, and I was staying at their apartment down on uh french quarter Mm -hmm. and back then the french quarter was still closed so none of the bourbon street bars were open it's a shame it was a shame so we went over to his friend's house uh and they had a pool so it was his girlfriend's birthday so there was a little birthday party there were about eight to ten people there And in July 2020, that's the most people I had seen together (laughs) in four months, (laughs) 10 people. It's
1: the equivalent of Woodstock in the COVID (laughs) times. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And oh boy, it was a lot like Woodstock because (laughs) there were drugs everywhere. Oh, good gracious. I had never seen many of these drugs before in person. And I was feeling particularly reckless.
1: (laughs) As we all were.
0: God, I was so ready to just not be on my fucking couch Mm -hmm. and uh this girl at the party very cute walks up to me and holds out her finger and she goes you want one and i was like what is that she goes it's acid i was like well sure let's try it all right so she put her finger into my mouth oh my god (laughs) put it on my tongue (laughs) and that's service and then uh me being my like stat guy I turned a timer on on my phone because I wanted to see how long it would take to feel the acid. And then an hour passed and I had been drinking beer and stuff and I was sitting at the pool next to the girl and I was like, do you feel anything? I was like, I've never done this before. I was like, I don't know how long I'm supposed to wait before I feel something. She goes, yeah, it's usually about an hour before you start feeling something. I was like, I don't feel anything. Do you? She goes, no, I don't. Maybe we got bad acid. Oh, no. I was like, you want to do another one? She goes, sure. So we did a second hit. And I started the timer over, and another hour went by, oh, no. and nothing happened. No, no, no So no, we're no. completely convinced the acid doesn't work. And I, here I am thinking I squandered a opportunity to have a, a whole – this is my college experience.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then he's just like, let's do one more. And then I tried one more.
1: Oh, my God. And then
0: the earth turned inside out. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> – the earth turned inside out, and it's like uh, the film in my brain just it was like it was like spinning the, uh, the little clicker on a, what was it, like an old analog camera where you have to <laughs> reel the film, and it's like oh. <laughs> snapshot, and then I get like four seconds of a memory, and then I have to rewind it back up to see how much I can <laughs> remember, so I remember waking up once I was in the pool, kissing this old lady again.
1: Now that's New Orleans.
0: Sorry, I keep going. Yes, so I'm in the pool kissing this old lady and her husband is sitting next to the pool watching. <laughs> Apparently, it, it must have <laughs> been something that was they were into. <laughs> and um, then my brain runs out of film and then I click back in and it's like 1.30 in the morning and then there's all of these people doing coke off of this girl's chest and my friend is like, hey, that's got to tickle. He's like, come do a line and that was when i started i went from being like i feel okay like my body feels fine to like i think i am going to die mm-hmm. and i didn't do the line
1: that's, that's did probably not wise do, yeah. did
0: not do that but dude <laughs> i started freaking out and my buddy who was definitely doing blow looked at me he goes hey you're not doing good are you and i was like nope <laughs> He goes, how much acid did you do? And I said, I think too much. He goes, how many? I was like, three. He goes, oh, 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 dude, you did way too much. So he walked me outside and put me in a lawn chair and he goes, stay here. I'll come back. And he didn't. (laughs) So I'm sitting by the pool at 2.30 in the morning, just like holding the rails. When's he coming back? I'm just like, when's he going to come back? When's he going (laughs) to come back? And then I called this girl that at the time I had Bumble matched with. I called her 19 times, and then the next morning, I woke up upstairs next to a very large, hairy man who apparently he and I had uh, shared a twin-sized bed. Now and that's and I was uh, stoned for the entire next day. Wow.
1: <laughs> and that's when you got COVID.
0: Some point in that experience is where I got COVID. There is no doubt in my mind that I, it came from either the girl putting her hand in my mouth or kissing the old lady in the pool or any of the other times my brain
1: just quit. I mean, those are, I, those are specifically on a list I read that Fauci made. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, I was sitting in July 2020 and I, he came on the TV and said, you know, like, don't let women put fingers in your mouth. <laughs> is that a good Fauci impression? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good Fauci impression. Don't let think the, don't they women put their fingers in your mouth. <laughs> it's a, um, which of course is hard to hear. As an American public, you know, you're you're just like you're man, going through some hard times. Man,
0: I keep I remember seeing so many people just being like, Nah, I'm gonna go like doorknobs now. And it's like, Were <laughs> you
1: licking doorknobs before? It's yeah, it's a principal thing at that point. I'm shocked I didn't get it sooner. When did you get it for the first time? Well, okay, I might have had it in February, like the first February. So that first February when I had it, maybe the first time. Yeah, right off that cruise. Because I work at the Grand Ole Opry, and that... Oh, uh, yes, you do. I'm assuming that's just like a A hotbed. A breeding ground for gross. (laughs) Of people who just don't vaccinate and don't mask and... um, But... I, was, I just remember distinctly, it was Valentine's Day, 2020, and I was at a Michael Kiwanuka concert with with a buddy of mine, and I was just incredibly feverish okay. the whole time. I couldn't enjoy the concert. I just shook it off as a sickness. But I got it for sure last January. Okay. Actually, the same night I met Carl. Nice. Um, podcast shout out, Carl guest. Pariso. Yeah, shout out. Great guy. Um, I don't think he gave it to me. Okay, but it's not out of the question. Kill you, Carl Plackey. Yeah, great guy. Except he'll give I'm you COVID. A kid, no, I'm kidding. Of course, <laughs> he didn't do it. Um, and I just spent—I literally was out for a week, like hundred hundred degree fever. I watched all of Emily in Paris, <laughs> <laughs> just straight through. Just fever. It was a fever fever dream, dream. and I loved it. Nice. So next time. You Next get, time you get COVID. That's my medical advice. Man,
0: everyone always gets so bummed when they're like, God, I got COVID. It's like, it like, man, if I was on a forced, like, five-day quarantine, I would just do what I do right now anyways,
1: just watch more TV. Yeah, that's the problem. Yeah, qu- quarantine was easy for me. If you Same. told me I had to go talk to people, now that's that's where I say, okay, that's too far. Yeah, I my favorite thing is doing nothing. Oh, 100%. percent mm-hmm. All the time. And see, if I
0: can do nothing out like you sit at a bar and do nothing that still qualifies
1: to me as doing nothing. That's it's too far from me already. <laughs> <laughs> are I'll, you more of a homebody? Oh yeah, which is it's hugely problematic. I need to um I need to be doing nothing once things are accomplished, which oh, is so gotcha. frustrating because I don't want to accomplish anything.
0: Yeah, I I, <laughs> I wish you guys could have just seen what just happened. I just accidentally hit the uh the the <laughs> the the little the little arm on the uh, desk chair that makes it like go so i just sunk down really low it was extremely I, unsettling and now i look just like i'm looking up to daniel <laughs> <laughs> which, which has never happened before well, <laughs> all right well let's take a quick commercial break and we'll come right back with the selective listening podcast And we're back with the selective listening podcast across the, I would say table. This is a very, uh, a generous generous word for a table given how close together we actually are. If we wanted to sit
1: directly facing each other, each other, our knees would hit each other. Oh yeah, I've I've been turned to the side this whole time. Which which way you want to swivel? Oh, I'm I'm swiveling the whole time. And so I can't not <laughs> move. Yeah. Okay. Well,
0: uh, before we get to our uh, big question of the show i'm going to ask you some of the uh the dumb goofy questions that i've asked a few other people um, um, um let's start with uh tell me tell me a funny drinking story about the first time you got drunk when you were like in college or something
1: Oh god um the worst or first or uh, the first or the worst ooh let's do both let's okay. start with the first and then let's go to the worst. So I was a very straight laced kid um mm-hmm. growing up.
0: You are in good company there.
1: Yeah, we just... I mean, we never really... Like, my friends and I in high school, we never really... Partied? Wanted to. I, I didn't know. either. I didn't... But I also didn't necessarily have the option. I didn't... No, I mean, no, there's no, like, bulletin board. <laughs> <laughs> like... Um, but, uh... So, I got to college. It was, like, October. And it's the classic, like, we get into a frat party, you know, i my myself in my freshman hall. And... We have like maybe two like drinks of this this like punch that they make. Jungle juice. Yeah, just the weakest like you can't feel it. And we're walking home and we're just like giggling to ourselves and we're like, We're so drunk, right? <laughs> now. Like, oh my god. This is amazing. We'd see a cop and we'd be like shh shh, 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 shh. don't tell anyone. Oh yeah. Well, that escalated, unfortunately, <laughs> to a to a bravado I have not yet seen uh, in my life in any other plane. <laughs> Later that year, um, I uh, so William as a part of William and Mary. There's not much crime that goes on there. Interesting. So the police are very much um, focused on college. Bored, Yeah, and yeah, they'll go after. Um, and I perhaps said a little much, um, and. It was, uh, I was going home. You know, I had, uh, I didn't know what a Four loco was. Oh boy, this is not the first time Four loco has come up on this show. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, you got to know who, what it is. That's College Advice 101. Um, And I had quite a bit of brunettes. Um, And then I saw what I thought was a beer that my friend was drinking and I chugged it. Nope. And I'm like, that wasn't a beer. Nope. It is not beer. Yeah. And as I was leaving... The police showed up. Oh boy! Yeah, Um, and I was trying to go home, and they, I, um, they, they took me twenty five minutes to the James City County Correctional Facility. (laughs) Oh no! Yeah, where, uh, funny enough, I tried applesauce for the first time. You tried applesauce? They give you that just because it soaks up in the morning. Yeah. Well, no, they it just as a breakfast.
0: Oh oh! Because they can't let me go until I'm sober,
1: (laughs) and. uh... That took a while. Um, <laughs> I also didn't know my social security number so, oh so at eight in the morning on a Sunday, I had to call my parents, "Oh God, and say, "Hey, so I'm in jail um what's my social security number?" <laughs> and they look at me and say, "We don't know. well they on the other end they 're like <laughs> we oh, don't know what Why would we? <laughs> they had to find it, and they were not happy about that i don 't blame them like i 'd be more mad that my child woke me up. <laughs> Hey, um, I'm in prison, yeah, sorry, um, sorry to inconvenience you, yeah, and then they drop they dropped the tray, and I had apple- I haven't had applesauce since that's yeah, I can get that I don't want I don't it reminds me it. of your hard time, yeah, um, so that was the worst that was rock bottom. they have to come bail you out my yeah well i you always hear about the one phone call you get, mm-hmm. and I called my parents and then, but I was just sitting there, is that real? They only give you one it's. Not that formal, but... <laughs> that'd be, I, so that'd be, they'd be like, mm, tough shit, man. Your parents didn't pick up. Looks like you're here forever. Exactly, right? It's, uh, I wonder if you get one answered. Like, y- you think who wants to be a millionaire? Do you think... <laughs> like, are they sure they're going to answer every time? Oh, my God. <laughs> just, that'd be funny if Regis Philbin's just like... Gets a voicemail. <laughs> yeah. You want to leave a message?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he'll call us back.
1: Yeah, please. Just, they're both waiting. Um, but I was sitting there, and then... They they said to me they were like is Daniel Hanson here and I'm like yeah and they're like you got a call and I'm like what it's not how this works <laughs> no, usually I'm like That's, uh, this is this is crazy my roommate called and they came and picked me up and, nice but um uh, yeah and that was that was horrible and I was essentially on probation for the rest of college so I didn't like go out and party or do wow. anything I know yeah for for that one underage drinking wow.
0: Uh-huh. Oh, gotcha. And that one,
1: I was for six months, and they made me take alcohol classes. Wow! And after that, I just stopped drinking. That makes sense. And while I was on probation, so I'd go to these alcohol classes that I paid for, and she'd be like, "How many drinks have you had this week?" And I'd be like, "Zero." And she's like, "How many drinks did you have this month?" And I'm like, "I, I haven't had any." I, you're like, "I, I, I just, I, I just I, I stopped like, drinking. I, I don't know what to tell you." As soon as my probation ended, literally the first weekend of the next semester, I was just at a birthday party and I had a little bit. And the cops showed up and uh, like, second right. strike. Yeah, here I, we go. they didn't take me away, but then I I couldn't do anything. Wow.
0: Was, yeah, what we say as now we sit here drinking PBR.
1: Oh yeah, I've never been
0: arrested. Time. I've been detained before.
1: It's certainly not fun um, when you're already dizzy. <laughs> uh, yeah, I got detained my
0: uh, junior year of college. Now, so. what is
1: the difference between detained? Do they is it like De- a whole the arrested? They take it? you
0: to the station. Detained they. Uh, I don't want to say, they didn't cuff me, but they uh, wouldn't let me leave. <laughs> so, it was St. Patrick's Day of 2014. I had just turned 21 four months, five months before.
1: That just seems like
0: cheating for the police.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, and, keep
0: going. Let's see. Me and two of my friends went to a dueling piano bar in Where our hometown. Where is this? Yeah, and oh, I, in my hometown. Because there's one in
1: New Orleans. I don't know Not in New
0: Orleans. Yeah, okay. But this one was called The Penguin. And on St. Patrick's Day of 2014, The Penguin, I think it was for $15, you got a bracelet and let you into the bar, and it gave you bottomless double wells. That is, should be a crime against humanity. That's and how good of a deal that is. I was DD. So we got to the bar at 7 o'clock when the party started, mm-hmm. and I had one gin and tonic. And then didn't drink the entire rest of the night. And my friends, two girls, very pretty 21-year-old college girls at the time, blacked out. Just blacked out. Oh, goodness. And at the end of the night, I was sober. And I got them in my car. And they both sat in the back seat. And they're like, we're going to sleep. Like, yeah. Yes, you are. Mm -hmm. And I'm driving them home. And I didn't know there was a sobriety check right down the street from uh, where I was driving them. And went through, and the officer looks in and goes, you have been drinking tonight, sir? And I was like, I had one gin and tonic about six hours ago, and uh, they blacked out, pointing at my friends in the back seat. He goes, sir, I'm going to need you to step out of the vehicle. Are you serious? And what happened... Is the officers thought that I had drugged the girls in the back seat because I was
1: sober. Yeah.
0: And they were unconscious. Okay. So I got detained. That's not good. Yeah. While they basically waited for the girls to wake up. Oh, no. And they did every sobriety check they could on me. They made me walk the line, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: breathalyzer, the whole like pin and the eyeball thing. Mm -hmm. And. Um, I, when I did the breathalyzer, I blew under, obviously. Mm -hmm. And that was when the officer was training this other officer first day on the force. And he looks over at this first day officer goes, what do you think? Should we arrest this kid? And I just look at the first day guy and I just put my big bottom lip out and go, nope,
1: (laughs) (laughs) please, please.
0: Nope. And he goes, we're going to let him go. So they're like, all right, let's get you back to your car. Where'd you put it? And I was like, you took it. (laughs) They lost my car. Are you serious? With the girls in it. Wait, wait,
1: they're in it? (laughs) They're in it. They
0: lost my car with the girls in it, with the keys in the ignition. And uh, I had to walk around campus with this police officer for an hour looking for my car. Because someone parked it. Uh, One of the other police officers parked it in a university lot to get it out of the way of the sobriety checkpoint.
1: Oh my god! And they didn't
0: know where they put it. No one knew where it went. And it, it was one of the most like awful things because I got back to the car and the girls were awake and they're like, where the fuck have you been? Understandably. And, uh, and yeah. I'm with the police officer I was like, I've been with him. Yeah. It's been a bad day. Yeah. And they're like, take us to home and the officer goes ladies do you know this guy and they're like this asshole was supposed to drive us home two hours ago oh oh daniel oh danny boy i do not drink on saint patrick's day anymore oh really because of that yeah that that would do it yeah that would do it so on saint patrick's day every year i lock the deadbolt Uh, on my door and i don't drink on my couch and i watch tv
1: oh my gosh
0: i dude so i get you wow one experience will sour you for a while. Yeah, that's uh that got worse and worse. <laughs> Just Yeah, it got worse and worse and worse and worse and worse. All because of my friends drinking too much. Oh, well, you know. But thank you to uh the people who might actually catch someone who is drugging people at bars. Because yeah. presumably that happens. Oh, it happens all the time. But it's a horrible it, world it, we it live It's in. a horrible world <laughs> we live in. But dude, it's it scared the fuck out of me. Yeah. Because I'm just I'm sitting in the back of a police cruiser, and I'm just like I don't know what what's happening. Oh yeah, it's like I have my phone, but like what am I going to do? Start playing Tetris in the back <laughs> of a police car? Be like, hey, I'm bored. Can we get this going? Yeah, yeah it's... It, it was a whole thing. So I don't drink on St. Patrick's Day anymore.
1: Oh goodness. <laughs> oh, well,
0: God. that is uh, that is one hell of a couple of. Bad drinking stories for both of us. Which is not. Maybe
1: we shouldn't be doing this with, with the maybe,
0: maybe we should go have... Maybe we should open these uh, nice mus- music, waters. music waters. Music water. Music oh. water. Purified with electrolytes added for taste. Oh, Wonderful
1: does water need to have a taste? I th- that's kind of what I thought. It- I thought it was default. <laughs> I As thought that's just, it's just like this is what water tastes like. That's base liquid, you got. <laughs> and everything else is
0: Oh god. So, now that we've talked uh, plenty about drinking, let's let's talk a little bit about uh about your creative process. How long have you been uh, been writing music or or writing in general?
1: Uh, well, so I picked up the guitar when I was in 5th grade. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love writing guitar parts. Um, but I didn't really start until like I was thirteen. Okay. I would just write guitar in my in my attic. What was your uh, what was your first guitar? Do you remember? I'm never good with this. It's like it's kinda like cars. Like mm-hmm. I don't really know the mechanics behind all of it. Right. It is a it was a small it was like a mini and so it wasn't like it wasn't like it was a child size. Is it like one of those ones that I play? Like this one? Uh, oh, but it was an electric guitar. But it was, it was oh, about it was a, that size, yeah. A real little one? Yeah. And uh <laughs> it's uh, I'd never played anything that pretty when I was <laughs> on that guitar, but um, but yeah, it's and I would write these lyrics down, um, but I would never sing them because I was so self conscious about it, um, and then I got to college and I never I was in a cover band for a while, um, shout out to Ben Denham, <laughs> is that what it's called? Yeah, because nice. it was, it was Ben Denim. that's what Ben Denham, Ben Denham, that's what that's Ben Danim? It was it? Like, it was Ben daniel and emily those were the three. oh There's was a cellist and a nice acoustic guitarist and then it was me and then uh and then was yeah um we took <laughs> no i'm kidding um <laughs> i was gonna say we'll be married by storm but uh it, it didn't work that way but uh but yeah no i didn't write until really i got here um and the first like time i got here i uh I went. I'm like, okay. I have this whole Google Docs of lyrics I wrote, and I have a bunch of songs that I I think I've written on guitar. And I'm like, it should be easy. I should combine them. Nope. Nope. Um, doesn't work like that. Nope, does No. Absolutely not. And I was like, oh my god, I'm here, and I don't have anything. <laughs> and then, uh, and then I got really in my head, and I couldn't sing. Really? I just flat out couldn't sing. Like it was a mental block. Too too nervous to do it. Mm-hmm. And just by myself in my room. And so I would talk. I would talk <laughs> lyrics. I wrote. Two songs the first like year and a half that I was here. Um, just like grinding on a job. Um and so I like slowly developed a process of just like it's very um uh, it's a very passive songwriting process. I Okay. I so you're not a uh let's let's meet it
0: this at your place on saturday morning at 10am and write a song. I'm
1: trying to do that more and okay. it's it's been great. Like I wrote a song with Carl actually. Nice. Um and I I want to do that more and if anyone wants to, you know. It so. flexes a different muscle. I have a lot of time. Yeah, it it teaches you to be a better songwriter. But like for most of my songs it's it's a feeling thing. And mm-hmm. I'll get up and I have to have like enough coffee, like enough caffeine to feel good about to myself. Feel good about it. Yeah, and then I'll just go in and I'll just play guitar and I'll just be like you know, what am I? I'm more of like a morning time
0: writer. Oh, really? I don't. I don't like. I I never feel like picking up a guitar at 11:45 or like 1 a.m. or whatever. And That's like, all the time I want. It's like I I have never been like. How that. do you have the? Are you a morning person in I'm, general? I'm not a morning person. Like I don't like to wake up and and do shit. Mm-hmm. I like to wake up slowly. Like I want to sit. I want to like make my coffee and mm-hmm. turn on the TV and let like warm up for the day that way. Yeah. And then. Maybe like an hour or so. I usually get up by like – I say I'm not a morning person. I'm usually up by like 8.30. Good gracious. 8.30 or 9, mm. which it's not too early. Oh,
1: it's not, not that bad.
0: Given that some people are like
1: 4.45.
0: Yeah, I don't understand but
1: that. But crack on. Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, I'm not that guy. But now I like to sit down and have a cup of coffee, but then by like 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, um, the coffee is slowly coursing through my veins.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that energy.
0: I've got, the, I've got a little bit of a boost, so I'll, I'll get into it like that. But if I don't fall into a rhythm of like, oh, I like this song, I'm gonna keep doing this. I'm just like, nope, we're not doing this today. Huh? <laughs> I so used to do it's the co-writing all about thing the a a first ton. like ten minutes. Yeah, oh. yeah. If if it if the inspiration doesn't strike, I don't. I used to force writing a lot more than I do now, mm-hmm. it's just not. I'm, I'm trying to also do different types of creative things right now. Like, okay. I'm reading more than I used to. I like that. Because I've been kind of burnt out on songwriting. Mm-hmm. So knowing that I don't hate songwriting, that I just need to fill the sponge back up,
1: yeah. so to speak. So I'm mm-hmm. trying to do other... you got to live a life to write about. Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah. And with anything, there's this... Uh, my parents use this analogy for, like, a radiation badge. Mm-hmm. My mom is a public safety... Um, Like, that's what she majored in. Um, Like, when you work in a nuclear power plant, there's this badge that you wear that, you know, when you're around nuclear or, like, radioactive things, it'll slowly fill up. And then once it's full, like, you have to take time away, no matter what. And it's that way with anything. It's that way with people. It's that way with um, activities you Mm -hmm. enjoy. That's a great metaphor. I'd never heard of those before. It could be be your best friend in the world or, like, your significant other. And there is a point... You know, it's different with every person or every activity. You know, like songwriting, there's a point where you get burned out and you just have to step away. Um, and you—that's a radiation badge. Yeah, radiation badge. Interesting. Is, I've never heard of those. I know. I really uh, latched on to that analogy. Um, Interesting. Okay. It, I would feel so guilty when I'm just like, I need some space right now, or like, I can't do it. That's really right cool, now. and that's 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 a great a
0: great point because like we do so much of this or spend so much time with so many of the same people mm-hmm. that. The it's like things that wouldn't otherwise bother you
1: start yeah. bothering you, and it doesn't mean you don't love them or yeah. you don't want to be around them. Like you yourself, like just being on your own, you mm-hmm. have your own radiation badge. Just mm-hmm. being around you, um, and sometimes you just need to be alone, you yep. know, or like need to be away. And
0: I've I I'm a very extroverted person. You've seen me be that way at all of the tourist stop shows, mm-hmm. talk to everybody, be the loudest person. It's in impressive. The room. Yeah. And that I have to spend so much of my, whatever you want to call it, social radiation badge, on that. That when I'm not working, like that, I I have to do a hard opposite. Really, and I like on my days off when I'm not doing shows, I'll be home and on the couch horizontal just by eight o'clock. Complete shut in. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, because it just takes so much mental energy mm-hmm. to be that big. Yeah. And that excited. It's amazing that you you yeah. do
1: that so often,
0: yeah so i've I've really had to learn how to balance that and last year twenty twenty one I was really kind of getting burnt out on doing shows because I didn't have any time to wring the sponge out, so mm-hmm. I was just doing shows six days a week, so I could never yeah. sit down and just ugh, I could never purge
1: that, yeah, and that's I mean that's critical,
0: yeah, it really is. It's like this, what we're doing right now doesn't feel too much like work. No. We're, I mean, we're doing kind
1: of what we'd do if the mic wasn't here. <laughs> yeah, actually. Having a beer. I mean, You might have gone to the same store for this PBR. It looks exactly the same as the kind I drink. So. Yes, it does. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> well, hey, let's get to the last question of the episode. We okay. ask this every week. Uh, and it's the only, like I said, the only truly pointed question of every show. And uh, it's the whole point of selective listening, and it, it's the, uh, what, what you think people should listen to, our listeners every week, and we've got, we got about 50 of you right now, so thank you for listening. Thanks. But uh, we want to know what you, the guest today, Daniel Hansen, best hairline in the office, <laughs> what you think our listeners should listen to, and it can be music, movies, podcasts, anything, what you think people should check out.
1: Ah, uh, so I mean, obviously the John Mayer uh, acoustic cover of "Wheel" on YouTube is is a must, a must lesson. But um, nice. But anyway, no. It's, <laughs> um, so I am actually going to see a. Uh, it's a it's a lead woman, um, but she goes by Waxahachie. I don't okay. know if you heard of her. Mm-mm. She's fantastic. Waxahachie? Yeah, I. I'm How do gonna, you spell that? Okay, I am going to try it. W a x a h a t c h e e. EE. Mm-hmm. I see this here on Spotify. Her album, St. Cloud, is one of my favorites. Um, and I keep looking for her concerts. She's very much... Um, so she grew up in Alabama, and she moved to Philly. And she was very... Um, I, don't wanna, I don't know enough about punk to say she was punk, but she was very much like a rocker. Okay. And this new album, which isn't necessarily my genre, um, but this new album is kind of like stripped back a little bit. Okay. I just love it so much. So this has got... She's got uh, five top songs on
0: Spotify right now. Fire, Lilacs, oh. Take Me Home, Country Roads.
1: Cover. Uh, Other Side <laughs> and 13. Fire's fantastic. Really, I mean, everything on that St. Cloud album. She's just one of the best lyricists. Okay. I, and uh, I'm actually going to see her on Thursday. I keep looking for her concert, and she's like opening for Jason Isbell. And I'm like, okay, okay where at? Uh, the Wolf Trap in D.C. Nice. That venue is incredible. You can bring your own alcohol. To a bar, to to a venue. What? Like it's a big amphitheater. It's a BYOB like, man. Yeah, it's an outdoor. I want to host the shows at that place. It's a fantastic BYOB. Venue. Everybody, it's pretty big. I will say. I mean, she's definitely she's she's hit you know somewhat of a mainstream. I don't listen to much music, which is crazy because like I don't either. Yeah, and I that's, feel like that's
0: one reason I always offer the option to talk about non musical things is
1: mm-hmm.
0: being in music. It, again, if you listen to it, it, it sometimes feels like work.
1: Yeah. Um, that means, I guess, I listen to very a very select group of artists, mm-hmm. like religiously. <laughs> and Yes, I'm the same way. Mm-hmm. It's like letting a new band into my heart. Like, uh uh-uh, uh, no. <laughs> you, you, you show me a band and you tell me, like, listen to this, and I'll download it. And eventually, if it happens to show up on my shuffle and I like it, like, I'll be like, okay. <laughs> but it's just, I'm like, I don't know if I'll ever seek it out. Um, Let's see. I'll reach out to her
0: manager, R- R- Reynold Jaffe, at another management company. See if they'll,
1: see if she'll, she'll play tour stop. <laughs> I, I would do anything. Waxahachie, interesting. Okay, she's amazing. She is. Oh, uh, I, I love good lyrics,
0: and she's just got great ones. So um, Waxahachie. Any, any, anybody else you've been listening to lately?
1: Uh, I don't know if anyone's ever heard of uh, Scissors Control album. That's a pretty popular one. Mm-mm. It was snubbed for the Grammys. This was back in the early two thousands. <laughs> For some reason, and I get, I, I found out I kind of I like the music that I can like. I would one day just hope to maybe like play like you know. Yeah, if that makes sense. Cool. Um, this is not that, and Scissor's Control album is just phenomenal. Okay, I, cool. I it, and I don't know why I've just latched onto it so much. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, and then of course, um, and again these these are all somewhat popular, so I don't know if I should be. But no, uh, you don't have to you don't have to go for the the super deep cut okay, good. whatever. I've of course been listening to Harry Styles new album.
0: Oh my god, why is Aaron Cooper, my friend co-host of the Tour Stop podcast not here? Oh. She l- obsesses over Harry Styles. I don't blame
1: her. I do too. He's he is he's immaculate. One hell of a man. The one the one critique I have of that album um I love Harry's Harry Styles. House? Yeah, the new one. Um I mean, he's this broad, like, kind of sexually fluid energy. And I like that. I like defining sexuality as a spectrum because that's what it is. It is. Um, And I like how he's, like, challenging norms and stuff like that. And before, you know, in the previous albums when you didn't necessarily know who he was dating, it was good. Uh, But now we know he's dating Olivia Wilde. And so every time I listen to the album, I can't stop thinking of Jason Sudeikis. Oh, poor guy. I can't, I can't stop thinking Dude, how, about him. how it must feel to be a celebrity,
0: like <laughs> a, a, a hysterical celebrity. They were married for a long time. Yeah, they have two kids together. Yeah, and how, how terrible it must be for him to be like, yep, I lost my girl to
1: Harry Styles. Harry Styles. And then he writes a song with... Unbelievably explicit lyrics, which I, I love. You know, I, I'm jamming to. Um, what, a, what are what are some of those songs on Harry's house you dig? Uh, I love Daylight. Um, okay. That's my... I mean, they're... I, Grape that's Juice. That's a good one. That's a fun <laughs> one. As it's, it was, obviously, has 700 million streams. Which is outrageous. outrageous. It came out like three, four weeks ago. <laughs> but then, like, I'll I'll listen to, you know, the lyrics. Yeah, it hasn't and, even been out for a month. It's insane. That's crazy. It's insane. And you know he'll be like uh, cocaine side boob choker with a sea view. Can you mm-hmm. imagine me and Jason Stadakis and like just driving, Dude, like turning think, on
0: the radio. I think about that like similarly with like uh, Kanye West being like mm. he lost Kim Kardashian to Pete Davidson. Yeah, granted, Pete Davidson, he kind of looks like a, a a Jackson Pollock painting of just like someone who's like struggling
1: in life. Yeah, he's like if Cupid and the Grim Reaper had a kid. <laughs> yeah. um, but he, he 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 must have some. No, oh, yeah, him and Harry Styles combined are the just the two most sexual men in Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> Harry Styles is the number four most played artist
0: on Spotify in the world. Who's the 75 one, two, three. monthly list or seventy five million monthly I was gonna listeners. say seventy <laughs> five.
1: Seventy five <laughs> monthly That's listeners. an
0: achievable amount. <laughs> uh, it doesn't it doesn't show you who the uh it doesn't show you who the other ones are, but uh, yeah, I would. I mean, I would assume it's probably people similar to Harry Styles. Oh yeah, yeah, megastars.
1: Mega. Stars. <laughs>
0: Mega yeah, <the laughs> that people, would that would make sense. Those yeah. people like let's let's check and see how many Taylor Swift has because I bet she's I bet she is a single digit. Uh, streamer also. Taylor Swift is the and number nine. She's she's only got 57 million. Only 57 million? Only 57. What
1: happened, Taylor? You gotta put out new content.
0: <laughs> I know, she just put out that, uh, what was it, uh, red Taylor's version or whatever. Oh,
1: yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, she's a whole year behind. I know. But she's gotta put out lover Taylor's version now. Thank you, yeah, finally. Someone's talking
1: <laughs> about it. What is she doing? Enjoying life, you know, <laughs> Liv- living of, yeah. living down the street here in Nashville. Oh, I forgot she did. She lives here. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. It's a- it is
0: crazy to think that just some of the most famous people in the world are like within five square miles
1: of us. Right oh now. yeah, and the, I'm sure I don't recognize any of them.
0: And that's also the soap. Like the hysterical part is like, um, my grandma always asks if I'm friends with Keith Urban <laughs> because she, apparently, like, we run in the same crowd. <laughs> But it's like, I don't think if I saw Keith Urban at, like, a Starbucks, let's just fancy the idea he doesn't use the drive-thru. Yeah. And he's waiting in line.
1: Mm -hmm. I think if he was standing in front of me, I'd just be like, can you please move forward? Yeah. What, are you going to talk to someone because they kind of look like what you think Keith Urban might look like? Oh, my God. Have you seen those uh,
0: memes online of Tony Hawk (laughs) where people are like, you really look he's like a treasure. That, uh, that pro skater Tony Hawk. Who goes? Yeah, I've gotten that before. He's like, what happened to him? <laughs> yeah, I wonder what ever happened to him. He's like, oh, Tony Hawk does does he like uh, does he like take the bus? And he's like, yep, right now. <laughs> <laughs> he's one of you. <laughs> well, uh, Waxahachie, Ghost Dream, Waxahachie, and uh, what was the other one? Oh, uh SZA's Control album. It's just in my two 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 of my favorite albums. Go check go check it out. Uh Daniel, tell our listeners where they can find you on the
1: internet. Ah. Give us your plugs. My plugs. Um so Plug your y- Twitch, baby. My Twitch. <laughs> I forgot about it. <laughs> um so you can find me anywhere at Daniel Hansen Music, um, except for gmail.com and LinkedIn. Um, but please don't look for me on LinkedIn. <laughs> I'm I'm begging you. Um but yeah, no, Daniel Hansen Music, Hansen with an E. Uh, I'm sure, no, you're going to write it. H-A-N-S-E-N. <laughs> that's going to be written down, I think. <laughs> <laughs> that was a useless comment. Can we edit that? It'll out? be there. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> you're safe. Awesome. But yeah, just uh, my name plus music,
0: um, all one word. I'll have that in the episode link description as well. Heck yeah. I got you, baby. I appreciate you. Yeah. It's... <laughs> Please follow us online on Instagram at uh, Selective Listening Pod. Uh, do yourselves a favor. If you want to hear more of this, write in. We'd love to. We'd love to know who you want to hear from. If you're a if you're a listener of the show and you want to come drink beer in my podcast studio, I might just have you come uh, hang out because there's my, space there's, here. There's yeah, there's room for two whole more people in here.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We had two more people in here yesterday when we were recording the tour stop podcast, and it got a little crowded. But <laughs> that's beside the point. But yeah, uh, leave us five star review, share it with your friends, uh, write me if you want to. Hear what I have to say, right, Daniel? If you want to hear what he has to say, I have a lot of time in my day. I'll respond. Group chat us. Maybe we'll maybe we'll have a. I don't want to say have a three way. Oh, I don't. <laughs> nope, that's not going to happen. All right, thank you so much for hanging out with us here this week on the Selective Listening podcast. My name is Aaron. If you want to follow me on social media, you can catch me at the Aaron Shilb on Instagram or at just Aaron Shilb on TikTok. But thank you for listening this week. We'll come back right next week with the Selective Listening podcast. So in the meantime, remember that the world is your burrito. <laughs>